relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. I'm very excited about this episode because I got my buddy Joe and we just came back from country fair. So Billy's going to be the, the odd man out. He's not on the same. Well, he's pretty much on the same wavelength, but it's going to be very interesting. No, there's no way I can be on the same league. There's just no human. Like, first of all, I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, doing stand up comedy to, to mostly dope people and then you know there were some people i had to handle so totally different situation than you guys so i'm just it's like <clears throat> i was excited when mike told me exactly what you've done and how you've done it and then that you guys ran in and he was like yeah I, I ran into him at country fair and i was like oh well i'll just get out of the way because you guys are still <laughs> on some there's just I'm not gonna lie, I'm still uh I'm still enjoying the uh enjoying the happiness from 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 there. Yeah, it's like the you guys it's not the depression part hasn't set in where you're like, ah, it's it's not all the time. <laughs> it's but you're still like even talking to Mike like right before we let you in the Zoom, I was like, Okay, I mean, just pour some of it toward me because i've had just a fumbling bumbling couple of weeks where you know you're trying to put square pegs and star pegs and holes and you're just like I, it does nothing why won't and then you guys come off country fair and you're like hey did you know that everything's gonna be okay and you're like i don't think it is um... <laughs> that's the great part about it <laughs> it, it will be okay <laughs> oh i know i know but it's just so funny that everyone coming from like hey everything's okay and you're like oh i missed it i didn't get to go <laughs> next year for sure you have to come there's no way that you're ever missing out again now i mean after going this year it's uh definitely have to share that with you it was uh it was a pretty amazing year this year Cause it's like full back after COVID like last year was like just the beginning of like trying to get back into it. But this year it felt fully back. And it's like, Oh, this is nice. I get to see all my friends high as fuck out in the woods. <laughs> and see, and see some amazing music. I mean, the strings were amazing. I love string guitar, anything strings. And it was, it was just pulling me in every which way. It was great. And- Every little small stage, every little thing you just wander about and you're like, oh, whoa, that music's coming from there. <laughs> there was, there so, was some, do, uh, hey, can you guys be a little more descriptive? Like, you're just kind so of so actually, you're like, hey, there's string music. And you're like, yeah, and then there's a, there's all the, so those other things there. And you guys are like, yeah, dude. So I was there. So I'll, uh, so one of the best uh, music parts I ran into was I was I was listening to this uh, this old 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 man group. They were just playing their banjos, acoustic guitars, and then down the road comes this uh, traveling disco, and it was just a mashup. Like I was, it was like I was wondering who's gonna win. Is it gonna be the disco ball, the disco, the the traveling disco, or is it gonna be the strings? So I tried to stand right in the middle of it and. It was perfect harmony as they rolled no. by. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
whatever wherever Joe was at in that moment, it synced up perfectly. That is one that is what's so beautiful about experiences like that because yes, you're like it was perfect. And I'm sure if somebody was watching and you're like, wow, it, and they weren't, you know, in the state. Yeah, I was of I mind. thought the, I thought the disco was gonna take over. I really did. Uh, but the strings were just right there. They're like, no, we got this. We're right in tune with it. Oh, Yo, so you think they like they just kind of found what that what was coming? Oh, they yeah they they found the rhythm and worked with it. It was right. It was perfect. Okay, I mean, so what you described, by the way, sounds insane um, because <laughs> especially the way you describe it is not super clear about where you're at or anything. But you're like, dude, there's fucking this old bluegrass band just doing their thing. And then there was a disco thing coming down the road, and you're like, okay. <laughs> but hey, I've just seen vague enough pictures to vaguely under like imagine. I've been also been to enough festivals that you're like, yeah, I mean, let artists and musicians do stuff, and they're like, yeah. So well, can you? This is mostly, this is probably not going to be about you, and we'll have to bring you back. <laughs> I can already see. This was a terrible idea <laughs> to be like, hey, we should interview this dude. I just hung out with at Country Fair. And you're like, all right. I mean, y'all need water and sandwiches. What's going on? <laughs> uh, so this episode is going to be about goddamn Country Fair is what this is going to be about. <laughs> I don't know why we're going to act like it's going to be about anything you've ever done. So we will bring you back for a part two and we'll do this proper, but See, and you're both so happy. You're like, yeah, this sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to step back and I will ask questions and then try to steer you two dingbats. Uh, but just, just enough. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to bring you down either. Cause I am like, I'm, I'm like, you guys are super happy. That is awesome. Um, <laughs> but also, the oh, way you describe stuff is not also of the this earth yet. <laughs> so, can we? What day does it start? Sorry, Friday. No, so I mean, technically, yes, that's when it's open to the public. But most of us were out there earlier on in the week, just hanging out and getting things ready and just having fun at the nighttime. And then Friday, it opens up to the public during the day. But most of us have been living out there for a week at this point. How many is most of us? All the people that work it, all the booth people. Motherfucker, numbers. I I don't need all the people that do this. that's a hard close to number. twenty thousand, I, I think. Was say yeah. Whoa, okay. See, that's like it. That is not <laughs> what anyone's imagining at home, unless they've been there. Because it, Fair like, enough. you also like, you know, there's a lot of us that that come in early. How many of you are of us? Twenty thousand of us come in early, yeah. and just start hanging out, and but, then when uh, the public. <laughs> When the public comes, how many is there? Another 20,000. So, like, the town, the town Vanita is, like, 3,000 people all together. And then just all of hippiedom washes in over it. Um, You know, most of the people who are 
doing the fair, like build it up like the month before and are working on their booths, getting everything in line. There's, I did the pre-fair construction. (laughs) Yep. There's, there's still going to be out there. There's, it's the teddy bear party that's at the first week of august that's the okay we're done and we're all leaving type of thing what mm-hmm. it's that yeah it's 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 a huge area of land and there's so many booths and so many stages to take care of that um in order to put something that huge on there's there's got to be you know like crews to cruise in and pick up all the trash take you know be do construction on things that need like work on and it's, it's a pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing place and, and unique, unique uh, event to put on. It's, it's something I've never seen before. Was this your first year? This is my third year. Oh, you're always going to go back? Uh, I'm going to try. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's something special. It's kind it's of like a magic. It sounds magical, honestly. Like Mike's never sold it. I've never, we've never done an episode, but he's always just been like, you got to come to country fair, dude. But that's like, no offense to Mike. That's what everyone says about their special festival. Do you know what I mean? Where they're like, you got well, so to much a festival on the river I mean, in Pikeville, Tennessee. And you're like, no, that's just where you got your dick sucked that one time. And it's like, <laughs> But this sounds like truly amazing. Like it's, it's definitely unique. I was talking to somebody about, uh, I ran into somebody that's been going for, I think he said at least 20 years and was telling me about how it was a Renaissance festival beforehand. And so it's just uh, been a, a evolving place. And let's for be honest, it still kind of is a Renaissance festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hippie Renaissance festival, basically, is what it is. What's the food like? Amazing. Really? Absolutely amazing. That's usually the thing that festivals really fuck up. Do you know this what one I mean? Does, <laughs> this, this has, this has, Thai food or uh, eight, uh, what was it? Just you can be every, everything. I mean, they've got uh, amazing Tom Cause. The thing I had last the last day was like soup that just once you once you've gone cruising around, walking miles and miles, getting your steps in, and you need to re- a reviving meal. Tom Cause just in a cup, ready for you to drink. And uh, right next to it, you have some amazing <laughs> uh, fruit that you can that you can eat um, and then right around the corner from that you can get cleaned up for the Ritz it's got everything that you ever will need to enjoy all of your friends the Ritz uh, as he glossed over is an open area showering place that's all made out of stone and wood with a huge fireplace in the middle of it and everybody's just naked in there showering and then they <laughs> And then they have bands come and play. (laughs) Well, so my favorite place is I I camp in uh, Xanadu and they have this half of a pirate ship made out of wood and they serve mac and cheese out of it until like four o'clock in the morning. What? Um, Yeah, it was really good mac and cheese. Mac and cheese? Yeah. All right, that's all you had to say, man. I'm in next year. That is, that sounds awesome. Um, we're pirates where you got mac and cheese you're like yeah i'm in uh, it's yeah do we have to kill i don't care it sounds fun well um, and you can it see like in Burning my man but with you know uh moisture <laughs> basically that there's a bunch of art installations all over the place i can't with kocf but joe hit up 
both me and Adam a couple of days before, and you were like, oh, I needed a pass. What did get, you, yeah. <laughs> what did That's you, what I was going to say. It, it is a magical place. Like, uh, I thought I had uh, passes lined up for my wife and I, like, months in advance. And then I was like, hey, you know, a couple of days, like, hey, which, you know, where, where do I go to get my passes? And they're like, hey, man, like, looks like we got our wires crossed. Uh, you don't have a pass. You guys aren't having a pass this year. And I was like, oh, man, well, all right. get Got to get on the phone and get working. And uh, some fair magic happened and got two passes within a couple hours and um, made it all work out. Um, camped out with some great uh, great friends of mine that I go snowboarding and skiing with. And uh, we all had a great fair and um, connected on a on another level. And it was it was amazing. Cool. connected on the plane in between bluegrass and disco that's exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's so much closer you guys than you guys realize as someone that grew up in as, as, as a kid that grew up in the hills of east tennessee with rhythm they're pretty close they're just the strings well, most, that, disco, and, uh, most disco if they're doing it right is strings anyway think about that this is this is you guys are still on country fair time because you're like and I you did took this... me with you real quick because I was like that's not what we should be talking about on this podcast but I wish well, I could I, just uh, play some yeah and I, uh, the last night I was talking to the guy that was talking to me about um, where you know how the how the fair kind of came about and whatnot and he said if you like the strings there's a great um, great festival up in in Washington the Fork Festival. So I'm gonna have to check that out because anything that's a knee slapping good time on a on a blue string band is <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> you like bluegrass, huh? All right. Oh, uh, oh yeah. 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 Right. I was gonna try to get up to uh, what uh, Les Claypool and the Frog Brigade, but didn't have enough time. Had to catch <laughs> they up. were at the thing. Uh no, they were they were up. Oh, uh, I was like, what the hell? Today or yesterday? <laughs> yesterday. That would have been just too a little a little too much. Had to get back to had to get back and make sure the plants are happy and make sure the store is still rocking. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why you're actually on this podcast is here in town in Eugene, you were the first dispensary. Yes. Whoa. You yeah, which is pretty cool because so this was back in the medical days, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Medical days. It was before medical dispensaries were legally a thing. Uh, so we just, you know, uh, my wife and I decided to come up in, to Oregon when Measure 74 was happening. Uh, I don't know if you remember Measure 74, uh, but it was the first kind of like, well, not the first, but one of the first measures to legalize uh, uh, sales and whatnot. And that um, fell on its face and didn't pass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but we uprooted our life from tahoe where you know where we where i moved for or that's my shasta but i met my wife in tahoe and uh, we moved up there uh when we saw measure 74 was gonna pass and uh didn't pass um so, we so decided, you're like fuck it i'll do it myself then <laughs> yep <laughs> exactly yeah because i've I first met you at the Emerald Trade Alliance, you know, when uh, legalization was happening. Everybody's like, that's the dude. He already has one. <laughs> <laughs> He's been rated already. <laughs> Did you get rated pretty quick? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Were they really um, cool about it? 
No, not at no, all. No, I, I didn't think <laughs> when you get rated, they're not they're they're not they're not very cool. We use the word rated. You're like, no, that doesn't mean they were like, hi, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do this now. <laughs> hey, we're coming in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we got rated on uh, May 23rd, 2013. Um, but we had we'd opened originally in um, Ashland in 2010. Uh, so we've been doing this for what 14 years now. Uh, and uh it's been it's been pretty much one of the craziest wild rides i could ever uh, thought about going on <laughs> uh, from like having no rule book my wife and i started with 12, uh twelve hundred dollars and not a gram we just had to befriend a bunch of people and um uh, and it was kind of off to the races from there uh partnered with my sister and her boyfriend um at the time and then um we added a split uh and chelsea and i came up here after a couple of years and it was funny at the time when i read my affidavit um when we were rated it was uh chelsea and i were just like gone we just like vanished <laughs> and then when we were because uh i guess my sister and her boyfriend didn't uh you know they pretty much closed down after we left and so they closed down and then we were vanished and they were still looking for us and so after we registered my truck, because we just moved up here, they found us again. <laughs> <laughs> so they were going after you guys since down in Ashland and yeah. they didn't even realize, or did they find out very quickly that you had a pot store up here now? Uh, well, after I registered my car, I'm pretty sure they, they caught, you know, they knew where I was cause they were the, I was on an 18 month investigation and, <laughs> Um, so after we opened, we, you know, we opened up, I think for five months, um, and then they had a, um, uh, you know, a, um, undercover person come in and, um, you know, make, a uh, undercover buy and whatnot. And then, um, you, did you know who it was? No, I still don't know who it is. Uh, ah, well, tip of the hat. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that that one that one kind of sucks. <laughs> I'd like, to... <laughs> like, damn it, they caught me. Fuck. <laughs> that is kind of funny but, though. Like one day, if that person was like, "Hey man, that's me," you'd be like, "Hey, oh. you're good, man. I had no idea, Because <laughs> like, it's probably someone that smoked weed. It had to have been. Well, the, the the shitty part is, it's just a like a person that got caught and is willing to screw somebody else over. Yeah, or had like prior, like little shitty priors. It's like, oh man. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I'll screw this guy's life over. It's okay, I'm off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but you know what? How much? How much did it screw up your life to get rated? I mean, so 2013, that was like right while legalization was happening. How much did they throw the book at you? Um, well, it was more of like a smash and grab. So it wasn't like they, they, they seized all of our bank accounts. Um, they tried to take our kids. Um, like we had a whole raid prep. Um, so Chelsea, uh, there's a wonderful lady that's done a lot of activism and um, really a lot of work um, down in Southern Oregon, uh, Lori Duckworth. So her and Lori Duckworth, Chelsea, my wife and Lori Duckworth got together and did this raid prep for all of the people that were, you know, uh, at the front line, slow hanging fruit, like, Hey, like, it's not a, it's not a, if it's going to happen, it's a, when it's going to happen. So, <laughs> so we have to like get a plan on like, who's going to get your kids 
when this happens. What are you going to do when this happens? So um, luckily we had a whole raid prep uh, program in place. (laughs) And um, the night before, the night before it happened, I just wanted to go down to, you know, go down and get some time by myself. So I went down to the casino, um, took a book, played a little, get, played a little uh, casino games, then woke up the next day. Didn't see any, um, didn't see any uh, movement on the uh, social medias or anything. Tried to call, uh, no answer. So I was like, well, maybe we're busy. You know, hopefully we're busy. And then I get down to Southern Oregon where I was going to do, um, you know, I was re-upping, you know, I was going to, you know, re-up on supplies. Um, I look at the social media and I see, oh, this. I'm so sorry this is happening to you. This should not be happening to you. And so that's, I knew exactly, my heart dropped. <laughs> I knew exactly what was happening. Um, so I called, you know, I called all my raid prep guys and got my kids out of Dodge, uh, like stashed uh, my car and all my money and all, you know, all my product and whatnot. Um, and then called my pops and he drove me back up to Eugene. And by the time I got to Eugene, uh, my wife was luckily let out of jail and, um, we had no money and our phones were turned off and all of our computers were taken and our house was searched and our business was searched, but we, you know, luckily she was out and we were together. So, um, you know, all in all, we've got, we had a very, very light, very, very light rate comparatively speaking to a lot of the, uh, real trailblazers that have come before us. So, um, kudos to them, but, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's, that's our raid story. <laughs> I mean, shit, uh, I know that that's light by some comparisons, but that's not a fun text message or a fun thing to pop up on your phone and be like, ah, shit, I like how you're talking about we had it planned so that my children had a safe place to go. And you're like, ah, it wasn't that bad comparatively. (laughs) All for a fucking plant, which is just insane. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of and like, that's the other thing is like, so luckily she was out and like we knew like we just knew the cat was out of the bag. This was going to go legal. They weren't putting the cat back in. It's it's going to go. And I mean, even my wife even told the cops while she was sitting there. And that's the, the, the shittiest feeling ever is knowing that your wife is taking the rap for your dumb decision. <laughs> 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 but while she was sitting there um with the you know sitting there getting raided with cuffs on and whatnot she was like you know this is going to get legalized and the cop just was like oh really and then three weeks later the governor signed it into law that dispensaries were going to be legal <laughs> i never heard that she's so badass oh man she's she's a champion uh not only not only did like not only did we get raided but during the raid she was there we had a um a vol- three volunteers and a couple of customers she got she was able to get all of the customers and three two of the three volunteers out and it was like they don't have anything to do with this they're they're innocent like let them go and she was able to get everybody that was in there out also that's fucking badass jesus christ <laughs> Definition, so, badass. That's the definition right there. Go get. Me. I got it. I got it. Go. I'm gonna kill him. But you just go. <laughs> yeah, so, that is a so, terrible. That you're just like I just maybe I just maybe I just go to Mexico. Maybe that's where I go now because yeah. <laughs> she's gonna murder me. I'm not worried about the police. I just <laughs> she's gonna kill me. It sucks. <laughs> But so then you guys just kept trucking right along, though. You get raided and then legalization happens and you immediately are like, all right, let's just open up the store again. Well, we opened the next day. <laughs> so we sat there, you know, we got a, we went to a bar, got a cup, you know, a glass of scotch and we we're like, hey, what the hell are we doing? Are we going to let, 
the cops make this this narrative? Are we going to take this narrative and make it our own? Um, and we decided that we were going to fight for this plant. You know, nobody can tell us that we can't help another human being with this plant or with a plant in general. You know, so we uh, we decided that we we're going to open the next day, and we had a busy day because the cop because the news blew us up. <laughs> It was great. I mean, that would be, I'd be like, oh, shit, there's a dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go check it out. That's exactly what I would be like. Hey. Huh. No open. such thing as bad. Open again, and I was like, oh. <laughs> no so, yeah, such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> that was when I first learned that one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we opened up the next day, um, and it was great because uh, the support from the community was um unreal uh we had support from growers that were like hey we know you got everything taken here's you know here's the bee buzz and the shake so um, chelsea and i took um that that free product and uh, sifted through got all the bee buds out um, and made food with the shake um, for the patients that didn't want to smoke and for the people that wanted to smoke that had no contacts or no connections they were able to come in and get some products that were going to help them through because we were uh, you know, that was what our focus is to help people that didn't have any connections and whatnot. Um, and we helped so many, so many people. It's insane how many folks that actually like got relief uh, from the work that we did. Um, so we kept on doing it, kept on doing it. And then uh, we, uh, we had a, a security system. And I remember one day I accidentally um, set it off. So I set it off and uh, we turned it off. We call it, you know, we, we're like, oh, no, like, that was just an accident. We don't need anybody coming over. And so the cops are like, no, like, we're sending somebody over there. <laughs> and we're like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, 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 it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> we're fine. We're like, they're like, no, we're coming. So um, in that, like, 15 minutes of time, we took everything off the shelf, <laughs> like, put everything underneath, like, closed everything, um, and just put, like, glass pipes and, like, everything, like, on the shelves and, like, made it kind of look like we were just selling, like, hyped and whatnot <laughs> um and i got there and i was like no seriously like we're fine and they're like no the alarm went off i need to make sure nobody's just telling you to to do that with your white posters or something like that and so they ended up walking through and didn't see anything out and everything was fine so they just looked at the pipes and a couple little like random incense and whatnot and they left and so i was like oh <laughs> Don't look under the counter, though. Please, yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> we raided ourselves. Damn it! I know. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I bet. At the, I bet the cops are like, "This is unbelievable, y'all." <laughs> and you guys are like, "No, we're good." And you're like, "No, we're gonna come say it." Yeah, we're gonna come in there. I mean, so, uh, uh, you just uh, invited a vampire in real fast. Um, yep. <laughs> That was probably yeah, your wife was like, Ty, you can't invite the vamp Ty. <laughs> she puts up with a lot. <laughs> I mean, all of that being said, I know, you know, I don't want to go too close to cutting the story short. But, you know, my favorite part about this is that now you have this beautiful dispensary. You live right down the street. And, like, the thing I love about your dispensary is it is, like, 
a chill kind of family vibe in there. Like, you know, I know like, you know, it's not a family, but it's a family vibe. Like it reminds me of just, you know, a family that owns a restaurant or something like pop. that. And mom and pop. Yeah, mom and pop. Yeah, our, uh, kind of our term for it, Michael. Our, our slogan <laughs> for uh, on our business card is it's it's not your average mom and pot shop. Hey, see? That's good. That's good. <laughs> And uh, yeah, like so, it's, it is right down the street from our house. Um, we used to, we did have three dispensaries at one time. Now we only have one. Uh, we're closed on Sundays, um, and it is, you know, Chick Fil A is going to sue your ass off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's working out great. The uh, the other thing I really like about it, ninety five percent of the glass that we sell is locally, Eugene and Springfield. Um, pretty much. 70 to 80 percent of all the products on the shelf from uh, extracts to to flour is all eugene and springfield um i really we really try to focus on being as local to eugene as possible um so that way when people come in uh, from out of town um they can really see what eugene has to offer the um, best. yeah yeah and eugene honestly has so much history um of being the best quality flour and products cannabis products to and also being the cheapest <laughs> yes it's, every time i'm there i'm like god damn it <laughs> the I other thing i la and be like hey fuck it is it's uh where like eugene has a pretty cheap flight down to uh san francisco i which... am so aware of all the cheap flights <laughs> in and out of i'm doing math i'm starting to tour proper again in the fall so i will have the disposable income that I will need to just, you know, just come visit just to smoke, not to take it back with me just to smoke. Yes. And we also, so we also have a, um, a board, we have two mats in our shop and each, and uh, we have pins. So we have people come in and put a pin, um, uh, where they're from. So you oh, okay. have to put a pin in, in the mat. Okay. Well now I don't oh, trust sure, you guys. Man. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing i like about you guys' dispensaries i saw it this year most dispensaries carry teens and such like that and then when they get too big or whatever they just throw them out but you guys have up potted some and they've gotten super big <laughs> yes <laughs> which is perfect for stoner growers who want to do some outdoor plants and like ah oh, shit i forgot to get a plant and don't want to start off with a little small one <laughs> exactly or an indoor grower that was like shit like i need a whole nother room but i have this cloner say so got it all huh i'd have to drive that's too far to drive <laughs> i don't know maybe some of those cheap flights like a vuelo or one of those allegiant they just be like hey i bought a seat for this plant they'd be like all right get in there <laughs> i'm gonna try it's just a <laughs> i'm gonna i bet <laughs> If I bought the seed, I bet they let me do that. <laughs> oh, we're going to do a project, we, Michael. Uh, we should have some seeds uh, here in a little while, here in a little bit too. I yeah. want like one that would look like a toddler sitting next to me in the, in the seat. That's how big these ones are that I have. I've got three left. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it indoor. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, uh, we just recently got a grow. So that's where those big ones came from. Uh, so that, that's uh, it's a really new development. That's actually what got me into this whole 
thing is I just love cannabis and like smoking it and wanted to be the grower and then things took a turn and then I had to go into the dispensary gig. Um, but now we have the grow 12, 13 years later. Yeah. Well, that's why I love is you're becoming a synergistic mom and pop shop, you know, like uh, all these bigger kind of, uh, you know, MSOs are like, oh, we need this and that. And like something where you can go in and you're like, hey, that's the owner. Oh, hey, he grew that. You know, that's the coolest part of it all. Well, that, yes. yeah, that was one of the main, one of the biggest uh, joys that I've had so far since I've had the grow is is like gifting my friends stuff that I've grown <laughs> you, know, you know like I bought it from my store and then, mm-hmm. and then gifted it to my friends <laughs> yes exactly that part is so silly to me that I know you guys <laughs> think it's silly but it is like it's it's one of those glaring things of like where you can't smoke at a business like a cannabis business conference you're just kind of like you guys I don't I think we've overthought this a little bit. I don't know if you've like they so I grew this. You're like, yeah, but you gotta you gotta buy it. And you're like, I I don't But I grew it. But it, it is one of those things where I'm having a hard time taking anything else you do serious because of this <laughs> thing right here. You know what I mean? We're like, I can't we can't they can't be in charge anymore. These people, no. this is well, and the, the other funny thing about the people in charge is that, like, most of the people in this, uh, in like for OLCC, it seems like we train these people to understand cannabis and they just use cannabis as a stepping stone in their career. So then they, then we get some other asshole that doesn't know anything about weed and just wants to use this as a stepping stone. Oh man, the parallels of stand up comedy are, are just the saddest parallels because <laughs> that is the same as. A lot of the industry people that, you know, can make us rich or put us on TV and stuff, they didn't get into it to go watch guys talk about their dick in a basement. <laughs> they wanted to do music or movies and then they weren't. And that's so they're like, it's like a stepping stone of that. So you're, uh, as soon as you said that, I was like, God, it's like, it's like pro wrestling too. It's just like the coolest and the worst at the same time. <laughs> Because it's the coolest people doing things that they really, really love and care about. And everybody else is just like, can we shit on it? And you're like, you will. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm you've in, been I'm tired. He's I'm tired. tired. He's I'm tired. tired. <laughs> I love cannabis and stand up. I don't, wrestling's fine. But. <laughs> well, and that's like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, there's so much of that that's been going on for years, you know, like uh, I feel really lucky that Chelsea and I have the mentors that we have. Um, we've got, a, there's a lot of really amazing um, people that have activists that have done a lot here in Eugene and whatnot. And uh, just the timing that we got into it, we were able to have a lot of them as mentors. Um, and uh, they've been fighting this fight since like the eighties, you know, early, early eighties, seventies, like, they've been doing the the thing since, since before it was cool before, you know, they're like, this is stupid. What are you guys doing? (laughs) Like we've, we've made hemp for victory. Like we like, this is, this is ridiculous. Um, And so a lot of them are mentors of ours. Um, We feel really lucky to to have that. And um, to see where it's at now is pretty interesting, you know? Um, And uh, that's, uh, that's one thing that I've, I was talking to Mike about this earlier, an art project that I really want to get developed over time, which um, I don't know how exactly it'll 
come out, but like, it'd be cool to, to put an art project into the shape of Oregon. because Oregon has so much history in cannabis and kind of see like, in, to be able to depict in a timeline um, of cannabis in Oregon, pretty much from like the early on to, to now get everybody's opinion on it. People that don't smoke, people that do smoke, big corporations, mom and pops, you guys, like the, like uh, all of the, all the amazing guests that you guys have had on this uh, uh, podcast. Um, I've been binge listening to you guys <laughs> in the garden. <laughs> and oh, honestly, it is you great. like it. Uh, it's great. You guys are, uh, you guys. Are okay. What if, I mean, I really set you up there for you not to, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm so tired and I apologize. I'm usually better than that, but I was just like, sometimes I'm just like, but I think when people find it, they really do dig what we're doing. Um, and it's, it's like what you're talking about where because of who you're talking about and because you had like a raid, like checklist and like, it is like when I moved to Seattle in the end of 2006, it's why the West coast was fine with cannabis. Do you know, like it wasn't a problem. And it was like, when I moved there, it's, and I never really put that together till like really listening, you know, over time and then listening to you just then it was like, yes, it is because of those people. That well, when, did I, you, when did you first start smoking herb? Me? Uh, see, I really feel like you're a cop. Everything is like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you're like, we put, we make people put their house where they live <laughs> in their street after they buy cannabis. And then like, when did you first start? What's your, what's your social security number? Because um, I started when, when I was 15, 14 or 15. I was, no, I was, I was kind of late to the game because... I'm from East Tennessee, and I was taught that if you want to play sports and stuff, it's the devil. And then, Adam K. It's just bad. And then, uh, but you can drink a little beer, and you're like, that's actual poison, <laughs> you pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, a little bit, like, uh, a little bit in junior college, like once or twice, enough to be like, huh, that's weird. But I was also, you know, when you're also drinking, you don't know. So when you're drinking, like when you did, like, so I started drinking as a kid too. Yeah. Well, and I knew America. that yeah. that was shitty. I felt shitty every morning and it was just shitty. Yes. <laughs> Socially uh, acceptable for some yeah. goddamn reason. Yes. Yes. Nope. That's the, everyone's like, I don't care for this. And everyone's like, yeah, me either. But see you next weekend, I guess. I don't fucking. <laughs> Same time, same place, more beer. I guess we'll try it again. It'll be better. I don't know. I don't understand what we're doing here. Uh, but I do remember I was talking about this recently. It was like after I was done with sports, I was in this alley with someone I liked behind this place in college, and we got like stoned. You know, we weren't drunk. It was like a Sunday night, and we were just like stoned. And I was like, oh my God, I'm never not doing this. Like, this is. <laughs> It was like, I was so mad. And then I was like, why is it illegal? God damn it. And then I exactly. became like a kind of a pothead immediately. Cause I, not, but like in not really, do you know what I mean? But like viewed that way, that. because I was already just like, I would rather do this than drink that. Yeah. And then people were like, you're a drug addict. And you're like, I was like, I don't, <laughs> I just don't think so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
So when I like, I remember sitting at like 16 um, at my dealer's house and I was just like, you're making my life so much happier. This does not make you a bad person. It's so confusing. <laughs> and I ne I'll never forget that because that's just how I have how I feel about this plant. Like it just brings so much joy to everybody. Yeah, like, oh, you're so right. They'd be like, oh, that guy's the drug dealer. And like, I know he's great, right? Cool. <laughs> he's like a he's real he like, cool he's like a dj he like plays music at our stuff when girls come we get the ground on him and then he sells his drugs why do y'all keep judging him <laughs> you like, you hang out with him all the time him. i'm like i know he's awesome and then uh yeah just uh <laughs> and then that's that's how i've always felt about it so when measure 74 came i was like yes i'm gonna chase him going no. All <laughs> I just, I was, yes. I mean, I've kind of got like when we were of the same ilk, all of us, but it was like when it started going, hey, I like uh, politics as a hobby. I enjoy like following them and, you know, what people do is fascinating. So any of that kind of stuff, I was like, oh, we can, we got numbers. I think we could do this. Like, I think go. And then they're like, and then, I was my dad and uncle. I hung out with him in Chattanooga last weekend, and the, they got fascinated with. They're like, "Tell that story about how you got your medical card and you still lived in Seattle." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I love anything like where there's like loopholes in the laws. Like, I love all that shit." I was like, "Sometimes I just do it just to see because it's like fun and it's just <laughs> there. it's and it's like a form of civil disobedience in a way, you know that." Uh, so I was walking with a friend who had lived in LA for three or four years and I still lived in Seattle and then we were on the beach and they had those shops that said, you know, Hey, get your medical card. And I was like, I'm going to go in there. And my buddy's like, you can't go in there. And I was like, I, all they can say is no, they can't put me in jail for being like, Hey, my head hurts or whatever. And, uh, he's like, you'll do He's like, you'll get kicked out. I was like, all right. And I went in there and filled it out. And I could remember my friend's address where I was staying. I just put his address on there and said, I just moved here. And then they were like, come on in here. And then there was like a, I was like telling my dad and uncle, I was like, there's a little poster behind this guy with all the ailments. And he's like, what do you got pretty much? And I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> that one. And then he signed it. They gave me a card. And then they said, Hey, we have a shop around the corner. Right there. Go around. And I was like, I was like, oh man, California is the best place I've ever been to in my whole life. <laughs> just the oceans right there. There's like girls in bikinis everywhere. I just gotta I could go to the store and buy weed. Oh my God. Yeah. This is the best place ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend was like, hmm. What the hell? I've lived here for three years. I was like, all you gotta do is walk in the beach thing, I think, man. It's so easy but it's because guys like you can just be like all right we're just gonna open this up and then fuck off and then they'll be like we're gonna come in and you're like okay but you're gonna piss my wife off and that's on you guys you're gonna have to handle that <laughs> you're gonna have to say you that's yeah good luck you guys with that that is i hope you got a couple officers because yeah <laughs> joe you've been absolutely amazing um last thing is country fair my favorite memory is you and adam sitting in a tent going through his different strains and just watching you guys huff and weed so that was really nice 
Hey, I'm going next year, okay? You've convinced me. <laughs> Be 20,001. <laughs> Joe, Joe where can they find you yeah, on uh, social media? No, they, uh, they, they just to... click on it. Just click because they can't, they're not going to remember. Just click on the information right here. And Joe is a damn pleasure. And thank you for all you've done for cannabis. Like, this is in any contacts if you want to i would like to help with that oregon cannabis project thing i i think the yeah i think like it, um yeah well i would love to have any help um i don't know that i'd like to see it be like a, a project that can be constructed and deconstructed so it can be moved around and be displayed in different places i um, think it would be great to go through the university of oregon would be a great place because they would they could they would have the resources you know if you got the right committee they have the resources to make that dope if you could tell them how you know don't give them control because they're fucking you know, but like we'll talk about it. we're doing a thing well and if Let's anyone else listening to this has any thoughts on Reach that out. holler yeah because it needs to be done please, in please. any other states it's needs to be done colorado it's important history it really is. It really is, and that's why and you guys have you guys have honestly captured a lot of great stuff. With like, uh, I I really um, you guys are doing an awesome job. Just having you fun. You are keep having fun. Damn it! It is fun. Thank you. Damn Thank it. You.